0: You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast, brought to you by NBA 2K23. Myself, moments alongside the one, the only, Mr. BJ Armstrong. BJ, how you doing? Oh man, beautiful Friday evening here in the States, real name, no gimmicks. Mm-hmm. So it's, all, it's all good, all good here, all good. I hear you brother, I hear you where it wasn't so good. Uh, we're breaking down the NBA playoffs and it wasn't so good for my Boston Celtics as they took the loss in Atlanta Ooh. 130 to 122 now here's what's interesting to me back in 2008 a rookie 8 seed Atlanta Hawks took the eventual champions the Boston Celtics to seven games in the first round and Al Horford was on that team And he said before the game we can't underestimate this team the hawks are way better than we were back then and guess what the celtics did they went into night and they underestimated the hawks they weren't playing with the necessary effort or energy level needed to win them the game and some big shots from trey young and Dejounte murray down the stretch secured the win for the hawks what did you see in this one we got to give the hawks credit i thought the hawks Really put together a
1: nice game plan. They really came back home, played well, huge offensive contributions from Trey Young and Deontay Murray. And they just, you know, they had a really solid game, solid game, game plan. Bogdanovich, they made shots, played well in front of their home crowd. You know, I was just really surprised to see Grant Williams back on the court. <laughs> uh,
0: I was going to say, he finally I, made it into uh, the rotation. Yeah.
1: You know, he had 14 points, a uh, couple rebounds or so. Brogdon was Brogdon and mm-hmm. it was great to see that he, you know, he had a nine man rotation. So I, I was happy about that because now that gives me the confidence to know that they have the depth or at least they have players that he knows that he can go to um, the coaching staff there in Boston. And so that was good. However, give, 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 give Atlanta credit. I mean, I thought they played well, they shot the ball well, they did a really nice job. Um, you know, they shot, you know, Yes. Almost
0: 50% from the field. Trey had um, 32. DeJounte had 25. But contributions from Bogdanovich.
1: Yeah. And, and when you made Off the bench I think
0: they, 15 each. And Ken Capella chips in 10 points. And, you know, nice scoring across the board. They got it done. Yeah. And, and listen,
1: when, 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 when you're making shots, Mo, right? When you're making shots, you know, like the Atlanta Hawks were tonight. I mean, they, they shot like 50-something percent. 55, 56 percent, right, for the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then... When you're making threes, Mo, and that's a huge thing. It it really is. It's a huge thing. When you're shooting threes and you're shooting it at a clip and they shot over 40% tonight. Now that's a game changer. Okay. And you expect that type of shooting or production at home as compared to on the road. But I thought they had a very, they were very solid. Okay. Uh, on Both ends, but I'm sure Boston field, you know, 130 points. Mo. that's a lot of points. Yep, and so that they're suits, going to have to shoot that suits the, the
0: Hawks page. a lot more to play the higher pace, high scoring yes. games. That suits right. Atlanta. The Celtics need to lock in on their defense. The Celtics had a good shooting night as well, 21 threes. Uh, but that was kind of front loaded in the very first quarter. They were red hot and then kind of trailed off after that. Uh, game four in Atlanta on Sunday night. The Celtics are going to look to get back to winning ways. Their defense needs to step up. But speaking of defense, the New York Knicks put on a masterpiece. They held the Cleveland Cavaliers to 79 points as the Knicks took the 99 to 79 win. Man, I saw that scoreline; felt like I was back in the early 2000s. Um, a defensive masterclass from Tom Thibodeau's side. Um, you know, the, the the Knicks did a great job. I think the first half, uh, Cleveland only put up like what did they have in the first half? It was it was something crazy because you look at the halftime score and it looked like a uh, it looked like it was meant to be the first quarter. So they did a great job. Um, the Cavs just couldn't get cooking and quiet night for Darius Garland. He only had 10 points. Evan Mobley only had 10 points on 10 shots. Wasn't ideal. Um, didn't even get to the free throw line once. However, from the Knicks, they got contributions with five players scoring in double fig- double figures. Um, they had some great play coming off the bench with Josh Hart, Emmanuel quickly, Isaiah to Obi Topping, all contributing solid scoring numbers off the bench. And, um, Jalen Brunson, team high, only 21, as it was a defensive battle. What was your takeaway from this one?
1: Well, you know, the first thing, Mo, is when you're... And and I just want to talk overall. When you play during the course of the regular season, how many times have we said here on this show and you hear in the basketball community, the playoffs are a different game. Mm -hmm. And... And we saw it last night with the Sacramento Kings. You can feed off the energy of the crowd when you're at home, and mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna make, I want to make—I want to say this. I, I know everyone's been talking about Sacramento's crowd, but let me tell you something. The atmosphere in New York, mm-hmm. the energy was amazing. It was simply incredible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's hard to overcome, Mo. Okay, when you are the visiting team, why? Because you have to control the tempo of the game now. And the reason I'm pointing this out is because of the following: When you're playing on the road and you're playing in a playoffs, you have to be responsible and value every possession. You know, these guys took 33 threes, mm-hmm. and they made seven. Yep that that that's irresponsible basketball by the players. Okay, Mo, some nights. You know, your your jumper is feeling good, Mo. You make two in a row, you might have a heat check. And I understand that. It would have been a lot worse
0: had the Knicks not scored only 10 of their 33.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But when you don't have it, Mo, you have to find another way to get it done. Mm -hmm. Okay? You have to find a way to get it done. And they didn't do a good job of doing that tonight. They, They really
0: didn't. I mean... It's tough going in there. It's going to be interesting to see how they bounce back. I think the Knicks did a great job of weaponizing kind of their big men because Jalen was trying to help a lot. So when he was going across to help, they were trying to get looks on the inside. My highlight of the game, though, um, was in the fourth quarter. The crowd was going crazy. They were chanting Derek Rose's name. And D. Rose made an appearance late in the fourth. Obviously, you're very right. close with Derek. How was that to see him get all the love from the fans?
1: Well, it, it is. And and here's the thing I want to say about Derek. You know, Derek's been in this league for 15 years and, you know, the kid is just, you know, he's an amazing kid, right? Not not just an amazing basketball player. He's an amazing kid. He's an amazing person and his professionalism, how he has handled this situation, Mo has been exemplary. You know, yeah. yeah it, it, it's, it's one of the greatest things I've seen, but I'm so happy for him. The Knicks, they have a true professional, and that's what it's all about. Sometimes Mo, you know, everyone says they want to do everything for the team, and then when it doesn't go their way, and then first thing they do is ask for a trade, or they do so forth and so on. Well, here's the thing: like, okay, he he was out of the rotation. It's not because he couldn't play, Mo. It's because they found a rotation that worked for them this year, and and you know it is what it is. But you know, Mo, he he he's he's been a pro, so it it, it was great. It was great appreciation by the crowd. I mean that 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 atmosphere was phenomenal. I was like, wow, I should be out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted I wanted to get on a plane and go out there. You know that that's for how exciting like, it, it, it was. Great. So, you know, good for good for the Dicks, But they got a quick turnaround, and they have another game on Sunday and an early start there. So it's going to be a quick turnaround for those guys.
0: Yeah, it's uh, 6 p.m. in the UK, so that's going to be, what, 1 p.m. in New York, even Mm -hmm, earlier for mm -hmm. you. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how they adjust to that. And the final game in the evening, the Denver Nuggets won on the road 120-111 to against the Timberwolves to take a 3-0 series lead. Right, right. series is almost all but done. I was watching that, and, you know, the Nuggets were up, and any time the Timberwolves got close, the Nuggets just built up their lead a little bit again. So, you know, the, the Symbols did get it, I think, within three points at one point. But I think they're just outmatched. I would have loved to have seen Jaden McDaniels in this series had he not been injured by punching a wall because I feel like he could have right. helped. Um But, you know, I just think Denver, just talent-wise, everything-wise, with the exception of Antti Edwards, are just outmatching the Symbols.
1: Well, you know, the thing that stood out about this team is exceptional balance. You know, I think all of their starters um scored and and double figures you know the kid bruce brown came off the bench you know he was in double figures mm-hmm. and when you look at this team i mean they have balance right they you know they have scoring from murray and then they go to yokids and then you know michael porter jr from the perimeter so you know caldwell pope is a very respectable shooter you got to stay home with him so you like what they did. I like the brand of basketball that they played on the road, right? Romo, they, mm-hmm. they, 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 they were very responsible how they played. They didn't panic, pressure. You know, they, 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 just played a brand of basketball that you say, you know what, this team understands. You know, they, they were like forty percent from three. You know, they took the three when it was there. Uh, um, so I, I just like how they played, and they did a really nice
0: job. I did I did enjoy it. I think uh, the playoffs are really going to start for them in the next round. Um, those were tonight's games. Not too much to say on them. Not too much drama like yesterday and not too much close action where the kind of details make up the margins. But let's look ahead to tonight or this evening as we get underway early with the Sixers right. and the Nets, who I think we covered off pretty well yesterday in terms of yeah. how that series is going to go. However, it, I believe Joel Embiid will not be playing In that game tonight How does that affect the series? Because I believe that the Nets could have the chance now To win one here at home And give them a little hiccup It's
1: You know, know, I was wondering I didn't follow it today as closely I got kind of busy today with family And so forth But I thought it was interesting that The Sixers announced today um, That they were Going to hold him out Regardless. (laughs) Regardless.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and they I, I announced was interesting. the NBA announced there'd be no suspension for either him or James Harden. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just thought that was interesting. Uh hopefully
1: he's okay. I mean Mo, I, I all right, the, the you know, I I don't wanna take a deep dive into it. You know, this whole load management thing, Mo, I you know, I, I I'm 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 you know trying to understand how this works, right? You know, you see it during the regular season and then Mo, you know, Now, when you say things like, you know, remember, remember, Mo, when you, you played through things in the playoffs, okay, Mm -hmm. you would say, and you would hear things like, well, if this was a playoff game, they would play and then but you would hold them out because it was a regular season game. Yeah. Well, now, Mo, you have
0: to, (laughs) it's it's only a first round game, BJ. It's only a first round game. (laughs) Oh, okay. Now it's only a
1: first (laughs) first round. Okay. Is that what it is now? So I, I, I can't recall so many players missing. I mean, key players, right? Missing time. Mm-hmm. In the first round of the playoffs
0: well, I mean this is like a We've got Embiid, a, we've got Giannis, we've got Leonard We've got Paul George, we've got Jabba Rand Like the injury right. list is piling up
1: Yeah I mean it's,
0: it's, it's Really kind and, of a And what I didn't say about like a, the, the Celtics game tonight Is Jalen Brown had a very quiet night I wonder how much his broken hand or the cuts In his hand are affecting him Because he cut his hand on some glass So
1: yeah, well, well hopefully he's okay and, 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 and you know, I, I will say this without knowing anything, it's always tough to play at home. And he's, he's an Atlanta kid. Mm. So I, the, 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 you know, I remember going home, it was always so hard because you, you have an unusual amount of tickets and people who want to see you play when you're at home. So hopefully he will bounce back and, and, and take care of business. But it's always tough when you go home, but hopefully that's not the case with this hand.
0: Do you think the Nets can steal game four at home against the Sixers with no Joel and bead? I,
1: I, I do. Well, anything is possible. You know, I, like I said, I, you know, I'm still kind t- trying to figure out how do you get past the Kawhi Leonard situation and put together a game plan for the playoffs that quickly. Um, oh, we'll, we'll talk um, about so, them
0: in a sec. We'll talk about them the next game.
1: And then you have then you have John ja Morant. I'm not ja, yeah, you have John ja Morant who's missed. Then you have Joel Embiid, you know, now is going to be out. So you know, this is all new. So do I think they could win? Absolutely.
0: Do you think they you can know, make Mo, it a series though? Or is it just a, yeah, yeah, a token yeah. win? Well, I have to do this. I think this is probably
1: the respect I have for the game and the players that play this game and, and these coaches. You know, Mo some one game can change a series. Mm-hmm. And you saw that you we 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 were we were reminded of that in the Golden State game. Yep. Okay, game three. Now they're in a series. Okay, everyone, you heard a lot of chit chatter of you know this series is over. Da 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 da. Now they're in a, they're in a fight. So one game can change the series. You get one, Mo. You you, you got to get one before you can get to two. So mm-hmm. anything can happen. And at some point, Mo, I will say this. Someone's gonna come back down 0-3. <laughs> wow,
0: never been done before. We might see it. For it's the never first been done. Mo, well,
1: it's never been done before, but someone's gonna do it. Okay, okay. and uh, you know, I, I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I don't believe it's gonna happen in the series. I'm not saying that,
0: but at some point, Mo, it's gonna happen. Mm. Well, you mentioned Kawhi Leonard. He's out for Game Four as well. He missed Game Three of the Clippers versus the Suns. Do you think that this is the Suns' chance to take the 3-1 lead on the road and then return home to close it out? Uh, Because we did see a fantastic, fantastic game from Norman Powell and Russell Westbrook. And in the last game, one thing we didn't talk about was there were a lot of fouls. Everyone wants to talk about the referees in the Kings and Warriors series, but there were a lot of fouls against the Clippers that might not be called fouls with different referees and if they allow a more physical style of play.
1: Well, you know, Mo, um, you know, we, we tend to focus on, you know, numbers and then you can present the numbers however you want to present them. You know, my, I, I, my experience has taught me the following. My experience has taught me the following. Is the most aggressive teams get the calls. And you have to establish that during the course of the game and you have to establish that during the course of the season. You know, if mo plays a certain brand of basketball during the regular season, it's only human nature to say that's how mo plays. Mm-hmm. Mo mo plays a physical brand of basketball. Okay? And the referees will play that, the players will adjust to that and you'll adapt to that and then when you get to the playoffs, you have to learn how to play through the physicality of the game. You know, mo I I love the playoffs because it resembles how, how, you know, how you play, right? And you have to play that brand of basketball and you have to demand that your teams meet the mental toughness and the physical toughness that's necessary to play. And that's what, and the Warriors to me, you know, Steve Kerr, he said it in the press conference, which I was like, wow, this guy is a phenomenal coach. He said, we have to be tougher. And then after game three, okay, you heard Coach Brown say, hey, they were the tougher team tonight. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't complain because the game is tougher and they got calls and you didn't. Why aren't you getting the calls? Mm -hmm. One of the reasons you're not getting the calls, Mo, is because you didn't meet the physical presence that was necessary that night. Along with the physical presence, you got to be mentally tough as well. So the physical and mental toughness that's necessary – you have to match that so that the referees will say, okay, I got to clean this up because these guys are playing too physical. That's what I love. Yeah. Meet, meet the physical, whatever, whatever the opponent is bringing, you meet that and then force the referees to say, okay, guys, let's clean it up. Now yeah. you're talking. But if one team is more physical than the other, they're going to get the calls. Why? Because, Mo, the referees at this time of the year, here's a little secret. The referees don't want to be the ones to determine the outcome of the game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They don't want that. And what they want to say is, "Man, this game was very physical, but it was a fair whistle." If you just if if you know how the game is going to be called, you meet that challenge. But what ends up happening is, if one team is more physical than the other, then mo they more times than not will get the benefit of the call. So that to me is what's Absolutely necessary when you come into the game. Can you meet that wherever the game is going to be played at?
0: Well, we've got the next game as Milwaukee versus Miami. Giannis Antetokounmpo is listed as questionable with a lower back contusion still. And Wesley Matthews is out. Giannis did do some individual work before practice today. However, given that he didn't participate in practice, it seems very doubtful that he is going to be in the lineup for tomorrow's game. But I believe that the Milwaukee Bucks can still handle business, even though they're going on the road to Miami to play that game three matchup. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that's possible. They had a very convincing win. And I think conventional thinking would say you're right. However, Mo, you tend to play better at home. So I expect a better turnout, especially after the i mean i don't know what that was in game 2 that was horrendous <laughs> they, that was yeah horrendous. i don't know what that was in game 2 so i expect this team the the miami heat to have a bounce back game i expect coach spo to get his guys i mean give those guys credit they have to be feeling good about themselves why because they went down there and they handled business they went and got up they went and, and stole a game down there in milwaukee and now they have to hold, hold serve here at home which is a very difficult thing so there's a lot of pressure on the Miami Heat to win tomorrow night, because if they don't, it's advantage done. back. <laughs> it's done. Advantage is, yeah, <laughs> advantage back to the Milwaukee Bucks. And and they have Giannis coming at some point, whether it's tomorrow or the next
0: game. Well, the final game of the night, the Memphis Grizzlies and the LA Lakers tied at one apiece, going back to the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. Um, Obviously, we've spoken about Dylan Brooks and LeBron James. We are talking about all the other stuff, who's the key player that you're going to be watching in this game for the Memphis Grizzlies?
1: Well, Mo, you know, I don't want to duck that question, but I will say this Mo. again. It, it always boils down to me in playoff series when you get these unlikely contributions, right? You I mean you you've heard me say that and on and our listeners well, have heard it They me got say that, that in the last
0: game from a uh, Xavier Tillman and Tillman. And, and I, I, exactly. But, but the, the reason I asked that question, question is I think that this game here, Jaron Jackson Jr. has to really come out and set the tone, given that he's an all-star, he's a defensive player of the year, but on the offensive side, he's really got to get going. Um, you know, try and take Well, Yeah, they, the game. they
1: they 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 definitely gonna need him, right? Um, but when you get contributions from people you don't expect or anticipate. Now that opens up the game for everyone else. And the reason I say that, Mo, is because now they've already played two games. Everyone knows the, the players of each team, okay? So we already know who's going to get the most touches. I think, Mo, the obvious is, hey, Jaron Jackson is probably their number one option right now, especially with – Yeah,
0: yeah. well, the, the reason why around. I ask is because in the last game, for example, Xavier Tillman uh, outscoring and outplaying Anthony Davis – how much do they make the adjustment? Because we all know the adjustments they make for superstars. They change well, well, he, role he, coverage, well, he, he, they change the defense. But when a guy like that goes off in the next game are the Lakers looking like, okay, we can't let him score. Or is it just like, okay, we're gonna continue our game plan and if he okay. gets shots, we're gonna live with it.
1: Well, here's the thing. You know, I respect Coach Ham and what he did. Because everyone will say, Oh, okay, Xavier Tillman, I'll play anthony davis okay on the surface you look at the numbers What he had 18 and 9 and then what did anthony davis had he had 13 and 9 okay but here here here's the thing you have to respect about the nba and especially we get to the playoffs you got to live with something yeah you got to take away something no xavier tillman was open for a reason I didn't see like a one-on-one matchup where they were like isolating Anthony Davis and saying, go to work, big fella. I didn't see that. Now, maybe on my television, they didn't show that part of the game. Maybe they blacked it out here in LA. I didn't see that. What I did see was he was open. That was the guy that they said, we're going to live with if he scores. And to his credit, he did score. Okay. Now, just like on the other side of the basketball Rui Hachimura is open for a reason he's open Mm -hmm. right I'm gonna make sure I take away LeBron James I don't want him to go but bananas with 40 or whatever Anthony Davis we know he's a load he's gonna be featured in the offense we gotta live with something well we're gonna live with Rui and Rui is knocking him down right now okay now here's what I think the most important getting back to your question the most important part of this game for them in game three talking about the Memphis Grizzlies is going to be this kid Tyus Jones Mm -hmm. because Tyus Jones is the one player on the floor that could dictate and control the tempo of the game Mm -hmm. because the Lakers don't truly play with a lead guard LeBron James handles the ball and LeBron James LeBron James doesn't play downhill like he once could for 48 minutes he does a little bit of everything he still puts up the numbers but he doesn't just play downhill anymore. Tyus Jones, if he can dictate the tempo and force the tempo of the game to suddenly, wow, where the Lakers have to play faster than what they want to play, I think that's the key to the game. Now, Jaron Jackson can run all day. Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, you know, those guys are capable of getting out and playing. You know, at some point, Luke Kennard may be a guy who can have a 20-point game. I think he had like 13 or 14 in the last mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. So they have a number of guys. And then let's not sleep on our guy, you know, Mo Muncy, a.k.a. Roddy.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, Shout out to know, David Roddy. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. So at some point here, one of those guys, they're going to need one of those guys to have a 15 or 18-point game. And then if Tyus Jones can dictate the tempo – To me, when I play and I watch the Lakers a lot because I live out here in L.A., the Lakers are all about tempo. If the Lakers can play their game where they get LeBron James, force you to double, then they can shoot open threes and then play this sync defense or cover, you know, sync defense where Anthony Davis kind of roams around and blocks shots. That's the Laker brand of basketball. They've been very good since the trade of playing that brand of basketball. However... When you get played, you force them to play up tempo. Schroeder is the only guard, in my opinion, that can play that brand of basketball. But that's not LeBron James game anymore. That's not Anthony Davis's game anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not the that's not, you know, you know, Reeves and those guys. They're more they more can execute in half court. So the guy I'm gonna look out for because you're playing on the road, is you have to play a different brand of basketball. That's the thing that's been surprising. Like I was watching Cleveland tonight. I didn't understand what Cleveland was doing. They were shooting all these threes. Well, yeah, you can shoot them at home, but you don't do that on the road. And I think Tyus Jones, if Tyus Jones comes out and has a strong floor game, Mm -hmm. not necessarily he has to score. If he can control the tempo, I think that increases Memphis's chances tremendously to win this game. However, it's easier said than done because the Lakers are going to get that little extra boost of playing in front of their home crowd tomorrow. And LeBron James and these guys, I mean, look, they'll be ready to play. I mean, there's a lot going on, you know, and we know what our guy did, you know, um, Dylan Brooks. He's already stirred up the crowd. Everyone will be fired up. They'll be booing him every time he touches the ball. So I I just think they need to really come out, establish in the first quarter that they are there and they're going to dictate the tempo and force the Lakers to play their brand of basketball. If they do that,
0: I think Memphis has a good chance to win that game well let's wait and see we're going to be right here back tomorrow it's a very brief episode compared to uh to our usual our usual standards but uh it's all well and good an early night here it's 5 45 in the morning it's a blessing oh, for yeah. me. yeah I, I usually mo, you usually look fat you look
1: fat mo you look fabulous Ah oh, man
0: i appreciate you i appreciate it, it was Eid. had a beautiful day with the family in their traditional attire you know what i'm saying just out here looking fresh it's a young brother out here It is what it is. Game's a game. If you didn't watch this on YouTube, you missed out on the fit. That was sensational. (laughs) So subscribe on YouTube. uh, Share with a friend. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And most importantly, you guys know the vibes. Get buckets.